Is the microphone working? Someone tell me if this microphone is working. This is You Didn't Ask with Lillian and Jordan, a podcast where we give mostly unsolicited and sometimes completely unqualified advice. I'm Lillian. And I'm Jordan. And we're back. Yay. How exciting. It is exciting. I was thinking when you said that you packed away your quit or you had it all packed away. The last time you packed it away, we didn't know that that would be the last time. That's true. We just kind of like totally gave up. I mean, I know. Well, at some point. We talked about taking a break. Right. And that break just got extended to forever. How long has it been? I literally no idea. Maybe I can look on our Instagram and months. find out. Really? I think so. It's definitely not in 2020, so at least three. But yeah, it's been a while. But we didn't really... I mean, it's just a lot of work. Just even doing this, I was reminded of how much work it is just to arrange... It's not very much work. It's more work for me because I do the actual editing. Okay, I come up with all the notes. Maybe this, this is why we actually <laughs> quit. <laughs> Lillian just was like, I have no notes. I was like, are you serious? I've been making notes for weeks. That's okay. true. Well, our topic is very relevant. We're going to talk about the coronavirus. COVID-19. Um, did you see where Trump called it the Chinese virus? Yeah, that's so bad. There's been a lot of racism. I know it is. I mean, I totally understand why that's inappropriate. But <laughs> the way you just it, said that made me feel like you're like, I understand why it's wrong, but I fully agree with everything. No, that's I don't being fully said. agree. It's just like, it's not, it's not factually wrong, but I understand why we should not start referring to a virus or something based on an ethnicity. It's very bad. Right. There's been a lot of like hate crimes happening because of it are there yeah people have been getting like beat up it's really bad people are so stupid okay well we have so much to discuss where should we begin and we've tried really hard in our little time hanging out before we started recording to not talk about it we didn't necessarily succeed because there's literally nothing else to talk about (laughs) i know and that's why i made no notes because like it's the only thing i've talked about for weeks Mm -hmm. so it just is like i have I mean, plenty to say. Yeah. Okay. Do you know, personally know anyone who has coronavirus? Me either. Who do you know? Who's the like closest person that you know? Um, I don't know anyone, but like I know people who say they know people who have it. Yeah. A co a couple coworkers know someone who knows someone. And Tom Hanks. Yeah, I know. Do any other celebrities have any other celebrities? Idris Elba. Never even heard of that person. You would recognize him. He's British. I don't. I mean, celebrities. But also, don't you think it's ridiculous that they're getting the test like so easily when other people are like trying and trying? And like Kris Jenner took it just because and she like tested negative and had no symptoms. See, this is I mean, I still like when we went out. 
probably was that the last time we hung out we went out to dinner uh-huh. and your boyfriend is super freaked out by it <laughs> and i was just like i He's don't a hypochondriac already so this is really like yeah not a good he thing was like him. so nervous i haven't seen him yet since everything has evolved but but i was like i'm not freaked out by this virus you know it's it is just a bad flu i understand why it's more than that but in reality it is just a severe flu so if you actually get it, it's nothing to fear. I mean, I get the whole... But young people are dying. Yes, people are dying. I mean, people do die of the flu. Like, I'm not saying it's not bad, but it just is a bad flu. The point I'm trying to make is I think really what's more dangerous is just how people react and how people become so selfish and are 100%. taking a test when they don't need it, are hoarding the masks, are hoarding resources. And yeah. I'm very stressed out by this toilet paper thing. Are you? Yes. I don't know why. But it's really like, I think I am just like the scarcity thing is just like freaking me out. But then I actually looked and like counted how much I have. I have like 12 rolls. So that's going to last a long time. And we installed the bidet. I got stuff on for Christmas. Okay, then you literally (laughs) don't need toilet paper at all. Well, you still need it. I've never used a bidet. I thought you you can use that instead. So Stefan has a friend that will literally take, he has a bidet, which is where I got the idea. And he'll take a shit and just not wipe because he has the bidet. But I'm like, I still definitely. Oh, see, that's what I thought it was. You don't have to really. I think you should. I mean, not should. to be too graphic, but I always thought wiping was kind of weird anyway. It's like it the is. nastiest right. thing we it's do. Just, like if you got like poop on your arm, you wouldn't just get a dry paper towel right. and wipe it off. Right. It's It was always kind of weird to me. But I'm like, well, whatever. Well, I highly recommend it. I just also never understood that at all because I don't consider toilet paper to be something I can't live without. You could always, worst case, just get in the shower. You're right. I but just I, think it's fine. Yeah, it is fine. And, and I, I have plenty. That's what I realized. Like I have been so stressed about this for weeks. Not that I've made any huge efforts to get toilet paper, but I've just been worried about it. And then I looked and I was like, oh, I actually have kind of a lot. Okay, well, good. I I did. I'm basically got to the point where there's like a certain point in our house where when it gets to that spot, because we keep it and like mostly keep it in the linen closet, but mm-hmm. then I have some in each bathroom. So when it gets to a certain level, I'm like, all right, time to reorder. And I we got to that yesterday and I'm like, you can't order any. No. I can't even get on like a wait list. I did hear a friend said that they have some at Ace Hardware, which is probably just because no one looks for it there, but she saw it there. Oh, so. that's interesting. My work did tell me they have like the industrial kind, but they're like, if you really need it, you can just, we have stacks of that you can take. And restaurants have been using it to get people to go to the restaurants. They'll give like a free roll of toilet paper. That's for, funny. That's what um, one of the restaurants that we went to recently is doing that and they posted this thing that was like, since you assholes keep stealing our toilet paper, we're just going to give a free roll with every like takeout order. That is so funny. Okay. Is it there? The no. restaurant? Oh. Super mega bien. Okay. Because I was going to say like, oh, that actually is it. I hate there. I hate the people who work there. I <laughs> don't care if I'm saying that publicly. They are. Yeah. But that would have kind of, I was like, oh, that actually is funny. That makes me like them a little more, but great. It's not them. It's, it's not even them. Okay. So, yeah. I actually do love Super Mega Bean. I know. It's my new favorite restaurant. So yeah, until we get like totally locked down, I've been really trying to support local businesses. I'm very stressed about all these restaurants and like the music scene. Everything's just going to get so fucked by having to shut down for so long. Literally every single business will in some way be affected. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad. I think obviously mostly well. bad. Okay, but that I people are so just are this is just reminding me how much I hate humanity because people are like 
stay home. Don't go anywhere. But then it's like, make sure to support your local businesses. And they're like, we'll post like a takeout order that they got and be like, I made the choice to support a local business tonight. True. I just think like you do have to support your local businesses. And if you're literally like people are doing like curbside pickup. Right. So I'm like, that's pretty fine. I have been. I heard someone make a good point of you just bought all this food and stocked your freezer and everything, but restaurants are about to close. So currently you should be using restaurants as your resource, support them, get that food while you can, and then you tap into your resources. That's what I've been trying to do. Well, I've like done so many like huge grocery trips that I'm like, well, now I have to eat this food because not everything stays good for so long, even though I've been I trying know. to buy still I went I, okay I was totally chill totally chill not freaked out by this virus at all totally fine and then I just started to see how much other people are freaking out and I was like okay I should go because we don't keep any food in back right. stock like I never have extra food so like I should just go fill our freezer stock up and I got to Whole Foods and I can't even explain what came over me I guess it was just seeing things sold out and seeing people's carts full this is like me with the toilet paper where it's like oh okay, shit yeah. people are grabbing it I better I get, jump on it that's what's happening to everyone it's that herd mentality I know I spent $599 holy cow. in that trip and then I have since gone back and done two more trips and spent an additional 400 so yeah I feel bad then ordering but we Chris and I just keep joking about it We're like well we have to get sushi I mean because later we won't be able to I know it's so bad meanwhile like, I just spent a thousand dollars well and I keep thinking like okay well after I do this I'm just gonna save so much money because I'm gonna eat this for the next like two weeks and yep. that just hasn't happened and it's not happening and, it'll and never food does not last as long as you think it does you eat so much I know well especially when you're home all day and you have nothing to do I know I just do get annoyed by the people who are ordering like Thai food and then being like supporting my local business and acting like they're volunteering at a homeless shelter or donating money. Like, no, you're paying money. You're exchanging it for a service. You're getting the food. True. Like, I am volunteering at the food bank though. So I am a good oh, person. Oh, are you going to? Mm-hmm. Next Saturday. <laughs> they really need people like healthy people, obviously. Okay. And I am that You're for healthy now. for now. I know. I just saw a really, have you been like, do you watch the news constantly no. or? No, I try to actually fully ignore it. I don't, I never watch the news and I'm definitely not going to start now because that would really stress me out. Yeah, same, but it's not the time to pick it up. <laughs> um, so what have you done to like prepare? I stocked up food. I got dog food because our dogs do eat a lot. So that would be an actual, and I could not afford to feed them human food. So, um, and then... I mean, the one thing I'm trying to do is I do have asthma, so I was trying to get an inhaler, and I'm having a lot of trouble, so that's about it, and I failed at probably the most important part of it. Have you bought anything that you're like, sorry, I just burped, um, like do like anything just for fun to prepare? To stock up for like, fun. Like, well, I'm going to be home, so well, I might I as well. Well, I did get some cold medicine stuff. No, I you mean- your dollhouse. I've gotten back into the dollhouse. Would you, were you ever out of it? Oh, yeah. I haven't worked on it in, since I started my job. So I've been – I mean, I started working on this dollhouse. I'm like, this is the best hobby ever, whatever. And then as soon as I got a job, I'm like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. Because it's very time-consuming. But I did start doing – I haven't. I didn't need to – I don't get bored. Like, I keep myself very occupied. So that was actually not my concern. So what do you do while you're at home? Because you don't – I haven't even gotten to the point of tapping I was into about, all my well, I stuff. forgot you're still working. So I was about to I say know. you're, like, just here all the time, well, but you're that, not. I feel like we're – jumping around but I was gonna say I don't watch the news but I feel very informed because I have just continued to be around people don't judge me 
So I keep, so they fill me in, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm talking to people oh, yeah. every day. Yeah. And I guess even if you're not around them, but I don't yeah. feel like I've actually avoided what's going on in any way. I just haven't been like watching the, the news. news. Yeah. For me personally, I haven't felt much at all. Wow. I haven't felt it yet because I've still been going into work. I had a really weird schedule. I don't, did we ever say what I did for work? <laughs> Not, <it's, laughs> I think that we like joked about it and never actually did. It shouldn't be hyped up at all, but I just, I was an actuary and I quit that. I mean, I was basically not working for a long time. I was teaching yoga. And then I started working at like a retail store, a bedding store. So that's what I've been doing for about a year and a couple of months. So we are still allowed to go in. We shut the store. People, customers can't come in, but we can still go and fill orders. And it's like a high-end bedding store. So a lot of our stuff's coming from Europe. So we're still like opening those boxes and we're still calling people and dropping things off or having them run to the parking lot. We run out, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, I it hasn't like settled in yet other than the fact that Chris is working from home and is always fucking home. <laughs> yeah. Always. So I can't, I feel like... Maybe we should touch base in a week and I'll be like a in a totally prepper. different mindset. But but I also, like I didn't work for, I can't even remember how long it was. I think it was a year and a half or something. I just don't get bored. I just come right. up with yeah. stuff for myself to do. I'm just not that type of person that, like I don't mind being alone. I can always find, I'm not saying it's important stuff that I'm doing, but I can always find things to do. Yeah. And I don't even feel like I've gotten to the point of like, I have so many books around I haven't read or I have like origami. I don't have tons of random stuff I could start doing if I really got bored, but you have that'll origami. be a while. I did. I got an origami thing for a road trip. Huh. I didn't even get bored enough then. I have too much anxiety to get bored. Do you get bored? No, but I do feel the need to like have things. So what have you been getting? Well, I, in my latest panic purchases, I bought a bath caddy. <laughs> And more Epsom salts because I wanted to be able to take, take a bath. luxurious baths. Wait, the bath caddy like that goes across yeah. the tub? So I can put like my Kindle on it or my phone or Wait, whatever. Are those not called something different? I thought I picture bath caddy as the thing like in college you take to your dorm shower. That does fit that description, but I think they are called bath caddies. Okay. You know, I've always wanted one of those for that tub. You should get one. Where you could prop a book. Yeah. I, mean, I don't ever take a bath. I just think they look cute. Um, well, it would be good in a guest bathroom because it would look cute, but right. I, and when my mom visited, she took a full on bath, like soaked in the tub, like every day, Huh? which most people, when they visit someone else's home, probably don't, don't. Do <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it's that's not really even a funny. nice top. It's a very average top. I mean, it's clean, <laughs> but that's about it. Um, but I've tried to do just like practical things that are going to support local businesses and help us. So I signed up for a CSA, which I think is hopefully going to continue. Yeah. That's a good idea. I just didn't know if that would end with like shutdown type stuff. It could, but at least you're supporting it now. Yeah. So I've tried to do stuff like that just to like, that's bringing it to us. It's literally delivered to our house. So that's going to yeah. be really nice. Although I can't want to just point out with getting pickup and delivery and everything, if those people preparing it I know. Are not being careful. I know you know, but I'm just saying to the world, they seem to think that somehow that's, that's different. fine. Because it can live on like cardboard for 24 hours. So yeah, I have always truly lit. Like another reason I'm, I just have such anxiety. I'm always freaked out. So the fact that the rest of the world is now freaking out is actually making me feel a lot calmer because I'm like, I've been telling you this. 
But I always, like I have asthma, so whenever I get a cold, it's really bad. So I'm not a germaphobe, but I do just really try to avoid getting sick because mm-hmm. it just sucks. So I've always like wiped things down, sanitized my hands. And like, I think it's so funny that people are treating hand washing as if this, it's like this revolutionary thing where it's like, this is how you do it. And it's like, you should always have been washing your hands. Yes. And the 20 second thing, I always notice that people... I won't throw anyone under the bus, but maybe someone that I live with <laughs> literally rinses his or her hands for five seconds. And I am just like, that's not washing your hands. Don't don't even bother doing that. Right. You're just getting them wet. Yeah. Although water does help. But yeah. So I have you have you do you feel like you're really changing your habits, like not touching your face and that type of thing? Um, I have not stopped touching my face. I've tried to, but it's not really working. I have been a nail biter in the past and I'm not doing that. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Okay. So along those lines, I feel like there are going to be several good things that come out of this. Go on. I think that my skin is going to get a lot better because I'm not wearing makeup on a daily basis. Are you avoiding touching your face more than usual? I've always tried to avoid it because I feel like it makes me break out. Yeah. Well, it's not like I'm like, I don't pick at my face or anything, but I'll like use my face to like yeah. rest or my hand to rest my head or something. And that's like, I can't. I do that habit. too, but I always use like my sweater, put fabric in between because of breaking out. Yeah. But that's not really better in this scenario. No, not really. Um, I feel like there will be uh, this is nothing revolutionary, but there's gonna be less car accidents. There's gonna be less pollution, no school shootings. Well, true. Um, I think the climate has already benefited from this. And I am hoping that like it does cause people to kind of slow down and like takes, you know, home life more seriously and like they're cooking and just like, not that I've been so great about it, but like, you know, you just spend more time at home and like appreciate those parts of life. Like slowing down is nice. I honestly, when this first started, I was like, I can't wait to just have to be at home. Yeah. Other than the fact that people are suffering, it's great. <laughs> I'm, I am sorry to admit that, but yeah, I don't love leaving my house. So Those aspects of it are great. There are. I mean, of course, not, and I guess we should say in general that we're not trying to make light of this. Obviously it is serious. And I am experiencing a lot of anxiety about it. Like it is very much stressing me out, but I, my boyfriend keeps reminding me like, we both still have jobs. We're going to be fine. Like it is okay for us. I think I really do just worry about everybody else. Yes. And I I say that to seem like such a good person, but like I do just get stressed out for like, what's going to happen to the world because of this. Right. And I, there will be a lot of problems. I mean, the store I work for is a small business and I think as far as small businesses go, it's in fine shape, it'll be okay. But it made me quickly realize that most won't. We pretty much, I mean, when we got shut down, we're lucky to have some lingering business. But yeah, if you're a restaurant or something that had to fully close your doors or even just doing the takeout thing, you rely on volume. And if you're not getting that volume. And it's already hard to survive. So there's no way you can just like have that much cash on hand to like shut down for eight weeks. Mm hmm. Yeah, I know some folks who just opened a restaurant and literally opened on March 18th, which is like when restaurants had to close. Yeah. So I'm just like, how are you going to survive like as a new restaurant? Right. They couldn't even have their grand opening. Yeah, there's a lot of economical 
impact, obviously. So do you think though, I agree from what I've seen, which is mostly just watching people's Instagram stories that people are, are slowing down. They're being more appreciative of having a job or just the things that they do have. Do you think that's going to last? Or do you think as soon as things start to get better, everybody's just back to how they were? I like to think that some of those habits will stick. Like I'm starting to try to do more with like growing my own food and stuff like that. And like, I think that if I have like the time and, you know, I'm incentivized to do it now, I think that that's sort of habit or like cooking at home more and stuff will carry through because you start to, you just appreciate it more after this is over. What are you trying to grow? I'm going to grow microgreens and I also Uh, got a community plot. Okay. Not to burst your bubble, but when I wasn't working, I totally felt this way. Like, I'm going to make my own kombucha. I started my dollhouse. I'm going to do all this stuff. And I did do all of it, and it was great. And then I was like, well, once I start working again, because I was eventually planning to get a job again, I was like, then I'll just carry this kind of like peace and these habits with me. And then you start working again, and it takes up so much of your time, and it's all out the way. I totally get that, but I was already doing the community plot before this started. So I do think that, like, if the urge is there already and you're, like, incentivized by this happening, then, get yes, you, you okay. will carry through. Yeah, it, it can give you that Hopefully. little, like, kick. Or, like, you start reading more because you have more time, and then, like, you normal life continues after this ends, whenever that might be. And you're like, oh, wow, I really actually do like to read, like, Yes, starting a habit takes more effort than continuing a habit. So if you can put in that extra effort now, maybe you can continue the habit once you're... Because there's more time than you think. You just come home and watch like Netflix or whatever when you could be doing a million other things. Yeah, but it's also mental energy. For sure. Okay, do you think in general people are taking this too seriously? Not seriously enough? All of the Handling it well? People are definitely taking it, well, I think most people are taking it not seriously enough. Really? Because it's getting so, like it's spreading obviously, so people are out and not doing what they're supposed to. And if people actually did just like stay home, we would not be having to like mandated lockdowns. Right. Yeah, we haven't, I mean, where we live right now, Colorado on, what's today's date? Oh my God, what if the world is about to end? (laughs) It's Colorado. USA, March 21st, 2020. Let's put this in a time capsule Um, somewhere. But we haven't actually gotten, we've gotten like the rules, but we haven't actually had the effect. I mean, only, we've only had a couple deaths, maybe eight or something. I don't remember exactly. Okay, that's a lot of deaths. Okay, this. And the testing is way behind. So a lot more people have it than. Yeah, it's, that's what I was saying. It's coming. We actually haven't felt the effect. That's what I was trying to say. But. As of, I Googled this morning, 288 Americans have died, which obviously it's a lot of people to die, but 3,200 people die every day in car accidents. Okay. I was hoping you would have that statistic. Car accidents are my biggest What about shark anxiety? attacks? I don't know. Struck by well. lightning. <laughs> I mean, the car accidents are kind of common, you know, like that's not an uncommon way of dying, but 3,200 a, a day in America, just America. Wow. So it actually, all that did is legitimize my anxiety <laughs> in of getting in a car and just continue to make me But not. I do think that it should be taken seriously so we can just like nip this in the bud and like right. go back to life. And I don't think that people are doing that because everyone like 
us probably, I can't speak for you, but like I am kind of taking this approach of like, well, I am distancing myself, but I also have to live my life. So I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to go pick up takeout from restaurants. And then obviously I'm with you right now. I've seen other people and that's not helping. Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to work. Like I basically just justify my own activities. I think, I feel like we should just say it that obviously if you and I get this virus, it's probably not going to be serious. Although I do have asthma, so I have a risk factor, but probably it's going to be totally fine. We're supposed to be doing these measures for the people who won't be fine. Exactly. But if, yeah, if we're still in the world, then we are part of the problem. Yes, for sure. I agree. Um, also though, those people have always exist with compromised immune systems who are on certain medication or elderly or have asthma or whatever. That's always existed. And I always felt this way about the flu. Like it's your responsibility to be trying not to be spreading around your illness for those people. This is taking it to an extreme because it's a lot more contagious exactly, and yeah. more deadly. But like I was saying, I always use hand sanitizers. I mean, I've just always, I actually have not even really changed my behavior at all. I think yeah, but we are, I mean, keep in mind, we're in a very lucky position where it's like we can afford to do, like we're going to be fine if we lose our work, like all these things where it's like we're in a very special place where like if you have a compromised immune system and you don't have anyone to like run these errands for you and stuff, you don't have a choice. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm not blaming them I know. at all. I'm just saying I feel like this has always been the reality. There's just a really aggressive virus spreading right now, but there have all, there's flu every single year and there's those people who are kind of barely hanging on and cannot survive the flu so what you're saying is we should always be isolating ourselves no I just think we should always be watching you just kind of need like what I have in my head is like if I touch something that is dirty or other people have to like a door handle or something I just kind of have it in my head like your hands dirty until I wash my hands I'm not going to be touching my face I'm not going to be touching food I wouldn't be touching something that's going to end up in my mouth you know that type of thing like I always keep a little log and I feel like that is something that we don't need to go insane obviously right now we kind of do need to go insane but in general you can just make it a habit you don't have to be psycho you just keep it in the back of your mind that you don't want to get sick yeah you touch something that could be contaminated you wait to touch your face. But right now it is such a weird time that like, even if I go to the grocery store, I feel just like icky. I know. Where I'm like, I feel contaminated and I need to go home and like, I know scrub myself. Well, that is actually another thing though. I have always made a habit of when I get home, I just change my clothes that, which is good for you beyond viruses. It's just good. Like you probably have daily pollution all over you. So it is good just to, I mean, I guess change I it to something comfortable. Wear something cozy. Yeah. But then you go sit on your couch and then you're not getting that like outside totally. contamination. Yeah. And like, it sounds crazy. I think to say like people did. No, but like when people lay on their bed with their clothes, oh, the day, I'm like, like never. That is disgusting. I actually have a, then a second or a third layer of like, I have my lounging clothes and then I would always change into my pajamas before getting to bed and I would never wear my pajamas out of bed. Like I don't even sit on the couch in my pajamas. Interesting. I don't take it that far, but like this whole work from home thing has already. So like I've always worked from home, but this is obviously a lot more extreme because I well, typically you've always occasionally work. From yes. Home. And I would say I work from home typically about two days a week. And now it's been, I guess, oh my God, only one week of exclusive work I know from that home. It hasn't been that long. And it's been like, I've had to really, because I before it was like kind of my vacation days where I'd like sit on the couch, sometimes have Netflix on the background, depending on what I'm doing. And it's like very chill and like always kind of like a fun 
you know, feels like different than working other right. places. But now that it's been exclusively work from home, even though it's only been a week, I'm still like, I need to sit like at a chair because this is so bad for my posture. I right. have to make sure I'm like changing my clothes. Like I have to have some semblance of a routine. Eating has been such a weird schedule because I'm just like, first of all, don't really have time necessarily to eat like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like, you know, during my work day. But it's just like, I feel the need to like put all this structure into place because nobody's going to force it on me. Yeah. It is weird. I worked from home a lot before I stopped working. Mm -hmm. And I, so then when I chose this next job, I purposely chose something where when you go to work, you're working. And when you're at home, you pretty much can't work. Like all I could do at this point is check my emails, but it's a store. You can't. Right. Like even most of my emails are asking what's in stock or something. And I would need to do that at work. Yeah. So I don't I think, think I have a problem with like shutting it off. <laughs> it's hard though. It is. But I think I'm pretty good about like, I get what I can do done during the work day and then like once my computer's closed I'm not really working more than normal because I'm at home I just feel like it's mentally easier and more relaxing if they're happen in two different totally places. yes I, I did not I mean I totally like like you were saying like if you work from home occasionally it's really fun because you kind of have a relaxed day I always love when you can just like make a hot lunch totally like, make a good lunch Versus just having to microwave something or, or like think about what you're going to prepare for lunch the day before where it's like, yeah, I'm so bad at that. It's just such a buzzkill. And now like it has been really great where I can be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to make a delicious grilled cheese with like bacon and avocado. Yeah. And you get actually like pumped about that as long as you have food. Okay. Which you do. <laughs> okay. What foods did you stock up on? So... We tried to freeze like meat and stuff like that. I did that too. Um, we got shelf stable stuff like uh, beans, um, a big thing of rice. Um, we got vegetables that'll last a long time, like sweet potatoes. Yeah, stuff like that. What about you? Same. I did get pasta. Yeah. I love it. Have you tried the bonza? Macaroni and cheese. It's the chickpea pasta. I have not. For a long time, I saw people like posting about it, but you couldn't find it anywhere in Colorado. Huh. And then my sister brought me some. And it's, it just, it tastes like Easy Mac, but it's chickpea pasta. And I know the brand. It still has like a powdered sauce or whatever. But I did learn the Boulder, the Whole Foods in Boulder has it. So I got a bunch of Do you go of all the way to Boulder just to get well, that? Well, I work in Boulder once a week. So I go to that Whole Foods usually when I'm up there. Because they gotcha. also have a great liquor store. They have a great liquor store is how it started. Okay, that actually is an amazing Whole Foods in Boulder. Yeah. I well, just remembered that. Then I'm like, so sometimes they go get lunch. I mean, the, they have like four hot bars. Yeah. No, it's insane. Because I remember when I traveled for work, we went to Whole Foods all the time. Because it's like you want like fresh yeah. kind of healthy food because you're on the road all the time. Right. And we went through Boulder towards the end of this like two month traveling thing. And I was like, this is like heaven on earth. It's insane. Yeah. There's literally like a whole store sized hot bar area. Yeah. It's amazing. I think it's the Colorado flagship, flagship. one. Yeah. Because each. Well, if it has a liquor store. Right. That's okay. You know what? Who cares? I was just going to say. In Colorado, you can only have one liquor store for a chain. Per so, whichever state. one has the liquor store, like that's, that's the, the good, good one. one. <laughs> Except for the Trader Joe's. I mean, I do like that liquor store, but that Trader Joe's, 
is so overrun because it's the big one. I like that Trader Joe's. Well, they just never have anything. Well, that's where I did one of my panic trips. Really? Yeah. I just feel like it's so gets bought out of everything good. Like all the good things I would see people posting about that they get at Trader Joe's. I would go to Trader Joe's and like I couldn't get the cauliflower gnocchi for like a year. Because that's the Trader Joe's I go to. And they would always We have so much of that. We stocked up on that too. I usually do. But I'm kind of sick of it. Um, How many days of food do you think you actually have? See, this is where I struggle because it's like I have tons of food, days of food. I'm not quite sure how to really measure that successfully. But like I could probably survive for two weeks. But it's like I'd be eating stuff that I don't want to eat. You only think you have two weeks? Oh my God, you think you have more? For sure. I guess I probably do too. Stefan eats a lot. So does Chris. Who eats more? I don't know. Stefan eats a lot. So does Chris. (laughs) I think they actually, I mean, we, we recently went out to dinner. They both got a lot. They both got a lot. I mean, Chris eats more than anyone else I know, but when we were out to that dinner, Stefan was like, should we get this in addition to like all the food we were getting? And I'm like, that would be a Chris question. Yeah. And he's serious. Like he really, and, he and at eat home it, yeah. he'll eat. Like, I think we're making enough to have food for days and then it's all gone and we don't even have leftovers. And I'm just like, how? We're actually like, both in a very less? similar position of like, I think that probably contributes to some of our anxiety because we know how much they eat. Yeah. <laughs> Two things that I just like, once they run out, I'm going to really struggle are eggs. Because I, that's typically just what I eat I for get breakfast. that in my CSA. Oh, that's good. And I like to add them to things occasionally, you know. And then cheese. I just like to have at least some cheese every day. Hmm. I think everything else, like as it comes and goes, we can move on to the next thing and I'd be fine. Um, and then we were talking before we started the podcast about alcohol stocking up and... I think I am better prepared for you in that category because I'm looking at your bar cart right now. Well, Chris just got more. Oh, even with his You new? have seven bottles of wine. I have 20. Wait, one, two, three, four. Five. Oh, you're right, seven. That's not that much. Like, we drink... Okay, for the record, we have seven bottles of wine. I see three full things of liquor and then probably five partially drinking liquor. Plus, we have a lot of cider and sake in the fridge. Okay. And some beer. If, if worse comes to worse, I will start having gluten again. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you'd be okay, willing to make that sacrifice. Saying that, drinking. <laughs> what is the grossest food that you could already picture yourself eating like if you were really running out of food and couldn't get more? Mm. Like you're in a pretty good mental state right now. What did you have for lunch today? I just I want to paint the picture. I haven't really eaten very much today. I had sardines and crackers. So you're actually not in a great... That's already like... That's end delicious. Of, okay, it's good, but that's end of the world food. Eating sardines and crackers. Should I stop eating anything? Like something canned? fresh. Yeah, you need to be eating your fresh stuff. Well, I was okay. hungover this morning. I was trying to paint some sort of image of like, you probably had something fresh for lunch. And no. Okay, but what's like the... I don't know. What's yours? Well, what popped into my head is like a bottle of ketchup, oh like God. just eating I'm ketchup, like patties of butter. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but something like that. Like I could see myself eating a little thing of butter, because if you're just like I just need calories, like if you're starving, and obviously, and honestly, I hate to say I don't know if I would hate it. <laughs> starving? No, oh no, eating, eating the butter. butter. <laughs> well, I the ketchup. I mean, 
Ew. I, like I think I've told the story before on the podcast, actually, but um, a friend of mine worked with a guy who would take slices of butter and dip them in ketchup and eat that at work. Ew. I do not think you've told that. That <laughs> with is the a fork and thing knife. I've ever heard. He would like cut with Blah! a fork and knife and then dip Blah! it in ketchup. Isn't that disgusting? I would eat both of those things plain, but not Separately, but together. Never together. Yeah. Um, okay. Now try to picture truly worst coming to worst. Is that the expression? No. Worst coming to worst. I've never heard that. Worst comes to worst. What's the expression? If worst comes to worst. So they're both worst. If worst comes to worst. Yeah. Very worst. Right. Oh, Oh. I don't know. We're not. Who knows? It's really not the point of this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I'm just saying like things is are truly getting bad. You have eaten your butter and your bottle of ketchup. Would you eat your pet? No. I thought you were going to ask if I would eat their food, and I would definitely do that. Oh, I. We. You've already eaten their food. No, I haven't. (laughs) In this situation, what I had for lunch. (laughs) Well, you kind of. You have cats, and you ate sardines for lunch. So kind of. Um, I tried no. to give them sardines. That, they didn't like that it. is a good point, though. Like when I, I didn't admit this earlier, but when we stocked up on dog food, in the back of my head, I was like, it will last a long time, and I would be willing right. to eat it. <laughs> That's what my mom said. Actually, she's already made that joke, and she was like, "Well, it's healthy," and I was like, "I don't know. Is it healthy? <laughs> probably. It's not. like usually not even human grade. It would probably Gross. get you by nutritionally." I mean, honestly, I would eat it. It it wouldn't take me that. I don't think it would be good. But if I was hungry, I wouldn't even hesitate. I would be like, let's just eat it. Have you ever eaten it? Um. <laughs> yes. Have I not told this story? I told. I think I did tell the story of how I fed Chris cat food. <laughs> I think you it, did. It leads into it. then me eating something. I fed Chris when we first started dating. I don't. I can't. Like explaining it back, I'm like, what was I even thinking? But I was very, I just was amused by the fact that he loves everything he eats. He's always so enthusiastic. Like, this is the best thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> and like to this day, when we go out to dinner with kind of new people, we'll be at a restaurant and he's just like, this is so good. I think this is the best thing I've ever eaten. And I have to like tell those people, like, he's just very enthusiastic. Like, because people I feel like look at us like, this is the best thing you've ever eaten. Like, do you guys not go out? So he's always been that way. And me and my friend just had the idea that if we got some cat treats and mixed it in with trail mix and gave it to him, he would would be like, this is is delicious. This is amazing. So we like made some trail mix and gave it to him. And for the record, he was like, yeah, it's pretty good. But like clearly he did not think it was good. He was just trying to be nice. So... Was he so mad when he found out? Yeah. I mean, it still is an issue. I would be in our so relationship. pissed if my significant other did that to me. I agree. It's awful. I can't believe that we can. I would have broken up with me. I actually don't know. But you are. That's a very you thing to do. It's true. But it was pretty bad. Up with a lot. It was mean. And it wasn't. It's not like I was just doing it. I was in on it with someone else. That's really mean. It's pretty bad. Okay. But here's where I got my karma. Then a couple months later, this is this was all during college. We were visiting my family and we were down in like our basement TV room watching TV fully dark. And I ran, I had gotten these like, this is kind of when I was getting into healthy eating and I had gotten these like dried fruit treats. So I like ran upstairs to get my bag of dried fruit treats to eat or watching the movie, brought it down, took a big bite of one and it was a dog treat because they're actually very similar 
texture and bag and everything. And it was so disgusting. And of course, no one felt bad for me. That was my own karma. Everybody loved it. I bet. So yes, I've eaten dog food. It was disgusting. Those were actually even dog treats. So dog food's probably worse. Yeah, that's probably true. But I I mean, I I do it. But I I got my brother to do it as children. Yes, I actually. But he did it voluntarily. (laughs) Well, younger siblings, they'll do anything. But you wouldn't eat your cats like no matter what. I really don't think I would. What if like it's between life or death? Like you're going to die if you don't eat them. Okay, maybe. Are they already dead or do I have to actually kill them? They're alive. If they're already dead, I feel like that's a no brainer. (laughs) Would you eat your dogs? No, I, I couldn't. But if I was... You're like pressuring me to say I would eat my cats, but you're like, nope. No, I'm trying never. to just get you into the headspace. If I was going to eat one of my dogs, I would eat Piper first because she's got a little more meat on the bones. She's not young. I would eat Piper because I enjoy your other dog's company more. Yeah, and I feel like he'd be a better protector if shit's really going down. Agree. But no, I wouldn't... I mean, no. Although, okay... If you're really starting to lose your mind and you're like, I'm going to die. My pet's going to die. Everyone's going to die. I Maybe I shouldn't even say this out loud, but maybe you would think like, well, at least like I'm eating her. Like she'll be a part. She'll be with me forever. I was. Is I, that too Jeffrey Dahmer? I think that's really weird to say, but I also was just watching a food show where they were kind of saying like in India, I guess, do they eat cows? No, they're very sacred. They're like roaming the streets like that. You're not right. allowed to touch them. But it was something about cows. Uh, maybe it wasn't in India, but they were ta- it was an episode about beef. And they were like, we eat basically cows. we do it to like, I think it was, I mean, it was all rela- like summed up into one episode. So that's why I'm getting confused. But they basically were like, that's the ultimate respect is to like just consume it. Like that's, we're using it for like the best purpose. Oh, if it, okay. Like, it, I and I'm talking like if you truly... We're like this, like we're out of food. We're God. not all going to survive. That really stresses me out. The thought of being out of food. We're going to be fine. We're actually, you know, we're going to have the opposite problem. We're going to gain 15 pounds because we're worried about it. True. And we're not exercising. And probably what we've stocked up on is, you know, it's not vegetables. Very true. Okay. Well, should we wrap up here and then... Have a part two. Have a part two next week. I think that's a great idea. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us. Yes. After our hiatus. And we'll be back next week to just talk more. More virus or? More virus. Okay. Although, can I just point out that we're probably going to record part two now. I am glad you said that. So if a lot has changed in the next week and our episode seems really insensitive, it was recorded on the 21st. The date I said? The 21st of March 2020 yes good point thanks everybody we'll see you next week well and if we never post it it's because it shit did go down but we were aware enough to know that it was insensitive sure okay all right thank you bye